Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 119 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy, Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with a tale about a lady with some issues. She's a wild one, and I can't wait to tell you all about her escapades. But before we get into it, I want to thank everyone for all the messages I've been receiving lately. Trying to respond to everyone. It means a lot. And don't worry, I'm probably not going anywhere, but life can just be exhausting sometimes, and when I really feel overwhelmed, I tend to shut down and ignore the work I have ahead of me, instead of digging my way out of that hole. Not something I'm particularly proud of, but it is what it is. (laughs) That's what they say, right? Uh, So bear with me while I struggle to get my shit together. It will happen sooner rather than later. At least, that's the hope. Oh, I'm back on TikTok, which is pretty cool. Just trying to entertain the people. Uh, That's why I started doing this in the first place. So it's nice to get back to my roots. And of course, I'm trying to pick up some new listeners along the way. So if you'd give me a follow over there, watch my shit, comment how great it is, even if it sucks, help boost those numbers, that would be greatly appreciated. My handle is at excusemethatsillegal.pod. I always put a link in the show notes for your convenience. Let's get a joke in, then move on with the show. All right, so two condoms are walking past a gay bar. One looks at the other and says, You want to go in there and get shit-faced? All right, everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. Don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home safely. But buckle up. Because this is going to be a crazy ride. Episode number 119, The Blair Witten Project. See what I did there? Kind of sounds like The Blair Witch Project, a movie that I saw in theaters with a couple buddies as a teenager back in 1999. Scared the bejesus out of me. 
For those of you who don't remember that flick, it's about three film students who vanish after traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on the local Blair Witch legend, leaving only their footage behind. This was the first of these found footage style movies, or at least the first that I'd ever seen. And it's well done. Seems real, shaky camera work and all that. And going into it, I actually thought this happened. True events, which made it really creepy. When my gullible ass found out a couple days later that it was all fictitious, that made it significantly less scary. Blair Witten, on the other hand, she is one crazy chick, and she's 100% real. And the fact that she's roaming the streets making bad decisions every day, that, my friends, is the stuff of nightmares. Our story will be taking place in a few different locations, but we'll kick things off at a cemetery in Fargo, North Dakota. Oh yeah, don't you know? We are at Riverside Cemetery. This place seems nice. It has just 11 Google reviews with a 4.9 star average. And everyone seems to have positive things to say, like Kayla. Quote, I love to drive around and see all the lovely plants and trees, and sometimes wildlife. I love to look at headstones and sometimes clean them up a little. It's just a beautiful resting place. End quote. Kayla's cool. I'm a bit of a graveyard lurker myself, so I appreciate what she's saying there. Anywho, the date is May 1st, it's 2021, and sadly a young man has passed away. Colin McDonald. He died in his sleep a week earlier following complications from a minor surgery. Devastating. His family and friends are saying goodbye to him as he's laid to rest at this cemetery. It's supposed to be a nice, peaceful event for a guy who was taken far too soon. And he was well-loved. His fiancée, Garrica, said, quote, You could never be sad. Never could be mad because he would just bring a smile right to your face. He was my purpose. He made me so happy. Colin's mother added, I'm going to miss that I'm not going to see his smiling face and eyes again. If I could have switched places with him so that he and Garrica could have had a full life together, I would have done it in an instant. End quote. I believe her. It's very sad. And sounds like Colin was a good dude. Obviously some drama is about to unfold here, unfortunately. You know that. If it didn't, we wouldn't be here. So you remember that crazy chick I mentioned earlier? 28-year-old Blair Witten? The one that this episode is named after? Well, if you're wondering where she fits into all of this, she used to date Colin. She's his ex, and even though he broke things off with her five years earlier, she's been a thorn in the family's side, and anytime they bump into her, they receive threats, and she's just an altogether nasty woman. When this witch, Blair, saw a post on social media giving details about Colin's funeral, she left a classless comment. She wrote, Dead pedophile 666. Thank the powers that be. Thank me. She was acting as if she had somehow played a part in Colin's death. Not to mention the whole pedophile thing. Not cool. The family brought this to the local police's attention, asking them to swing by the funeral a couple times to keep an eye on things in case Blair showed up. Unfortunately, they said they couldn't do that. We don't provide private security, is what they said. Which is kind of rude, but I get it. They have other things to do. And I mean... All they really showed police was a creepy comment a jilted ex-lover left on a funeral announcement. And they said she threatened to show up. 
but that was all talk up to this point. It was probably nothing, is what they thought. Boy, were they wrong. Blair shows up, despite the fact that plenty of Colin's friends and family told her not to. And it wasn't to pay her last respects. She just loves chaos, I guess. She drove up onto the cemetery grounds in her SUV, and one of the funeral goers, well, he walked toward Blair's vehicle and told her to leave. As he was approaching, Blair accelerated, and the man had to jump out of the way. He almost got hit. Blair was not messing around. Let's hear from Colin's fiance, Garrica, again here. Quote, She knew she wasn't welcome, and what she did instead of leaving peacefully was try to run somebody over, and run somebody else over, which was me. There were elderly, there were children, there were people who weren't even here for Colin's funeral. They were here for their own people, and they didn't know what was going on. I was afraid for my life. End quote. And that's the thing here. I kind of get Blair being jealous of Colin's new lady, sort of. But there were kids and other people there who had nothing to do with this whole scene. Just there to visit loved ones. I mean, it's a cemetery for crying out loud. But Blair don't care. Let's get Colin's mother, Joan's, take on this series of events here. She says, All of a sudden, I heard someone screaming and yelling. So I came out of the tent to find a car taking off at about 50 miles an hour. And people screaming, She just tried to run me over! End quote. Insane. Blair could have murdered someone on this day. A day where a family was just trying to lay their loved one to rest. Of course, plenty of witnesses made calls to 911, and police showed up shortly thereafter to arrest Blair. In hindsight, I bet they wished they had taken the family more seriously and had a patrol car there, for precautionary reasons. But hindsight is 2020, I suppose. Blair was taken into custody and charged with reckless endangerment for this bizarre incident. An incident in which a police spokeswoman would later describe her as driving in a manner with extreme indifference for human life, which created substantial risk of serious bodily injury to persons in the cemetery. No shit. Blair almost hit two people and took out numerous tombstones. She coulda and shoulda easily been charged with attempted murder for this. Thankfully, no one was seriously injured. Kind of ruined a funeral, though. Blair initially pled not guilty to the reckless endangerment charge, but later in September, she changed that to guilty. We'll get into her punishment in a bit here, but she's involved in a few more incidents that we need to talk about first. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I told you Blair is a wild one, and when she's around, no one's safe from her antics. Not even the Lord himself. So let's rewind a couple weeks to an incident at a church in the wee morning hours of April 17th. We're out front of St. Mary's Cathedral. You know, the one on 604 Broadway North in North Dakota. Yeah, that one. A security camera captures what looks to be a woman dressed up in baggy clothing. She's wearing a sweater. Hoodie up, of course. Appears to have some blonde hair peering out. Footage is kind of grainy. This woman climbs up on a brick ledge and pulls out some spray paint from her backpack. She's targeting this large marble statue out front. It's a beautiful one of Jesus Christ. 
He's got his arms outstretched at his sides, and she spray paints his face black. Not sure the significance of this move, but it makes the statue look pretty creepy. There's some black dripping down his chin and neck, almost like a tear. It looks badass, like something out of a horror movie. Anyway, this made the news. People were very interested, locally. And police didn't have a suspect until May 4th, 2021, where I read an article saying they now had a person of interest in custody. May 4th being a few days after Blair was hit for the literal crashing of the funeral. I'm not sure if police put two and two together, or Blair spilled the beans and confessed. But a couple months later, in early July, it became official, and Blair was charged with one count of misdemeanor criminal mischief for the blackface Jesus. Yikes. Let's get into another incident here. Blair is out of control. This was on July 1st of 2021. There's a local watering hole in Fargo called Fort Knox Bar of Gold. Knox is spelt N-O-K-S. And that's on 52 Broadway North. This bar gets a 3.9 star average from 166 Google reviews. Let's check one out just to get a vibe for the place. Heather, four years ago, said, Attended for Pride Weekend. Short-staffed, so service was initially slow when sitting outside on their patio. We had to go in to get several rounds of drinks and asked one person, a dark-haired girl who appeared to work there, if she was serving outside, and she stated, No, I'm not working today. Then she proceeded to go behind the bar to ring up drinks and serve others inside the bar as well as taking out some garbage. As we stayed longer, service improved greatly, and the bartender, a blonde-haired girl, was excellent about getting to our large group. Dogs are welcome on the patio, which is a bonus. No food other than popcorn and peanuts, so we ordered barbecue from next door. No problems with bringing in outside food. Okay, very informative. Sounds pretty laid back. I know not all bars serve food. It's nice they at least have popcorn and peanuts to munch. A little something to soak up that alcohol. You should probably steer clear if you have a nut allergy, though. We're not going to enter this bar. We're going to hang out outside and watch Blair try and get in. The bar closes at 2 a.m., and it's about 2.20 right now. Blair is banging on the window and trying to gain entry through the front door. A bouncer walks up to the front and tells her the place is closed. Instead of leaving like anyone else would, our girl Blair threatens to murder the staff. Now normally, the bouncer wouldn't take this too seriously. Just tell the lady to get the hell out, go to bed, you know, sleep it off. But one week prior, there was an incident out front of Fort Knox Bar of Gold where a man fired a gun and was threatening patrons. So employees, understandably, were still a little on edge after that incident and decided to call police. Blair finally took off when the cops got there, but they caught up to her down the road around 2.34 a.m. Blair put up a fight as she was cuffed, hollering out a few racial slurs as well. Because hey, why not? She got dinged with a few charges on this night terrorizing, attempting to commit simple assault on a peace officer, refusal to halt, possession of drug paraphernalia, and possessing marijuana. Just another night in the life of Blair. We have one more incident to get to, believe it or not. And this one happened a couple weeks later, on July 13th. This is around 5pm, and Blair is walking in a neighborhood where a friend of hers, Clarence Flowers, was murdered back in 2015. She was looking for him at this house where it supposedly went down. Not sure why, since he died six years earlier. But hey, 
When does anything about Blair make sense? Blair approached a man who was sitting outside his home with his dog. She starts ranting and raving, and this guy tells her to leave multiple times. She finally does, but first, she threatens to sodomize the dude's dog. I don't know why I'm laughing, but damn girl. And she says she's going to get some friends to come over and kill the owner and burn down the house. As if that weren't bad enough. She then kicks over a dog ornament on his front lawn on her way out. This guy doesn't bother to call the cops at first, but when his neighbor spots her a little later in the evening coming back with a big rock in her hand, he finally does. Okay, so what a mess we have here. Blair goes to jail after this, and when she finally has her day in court in early January of 2022, they let her out with time served. She already spent about five and a half months in jail there, so that makes sense. She also gets two years of unsupervised probation, which will end soon, in early 2024. And finally, because this is what she really needs, Blair is ordered to get a mental health evaluation. As for punishments for her other wrongdoings, I believe she was in jail for almost two months for the chaos at the funeral, the Jesus statue thing, she got 11 months probation and was hit with a $500 fine. This lady is exhausting. It was a very rough 2021 for Blair Witten, to say the least. The good news is, she stated the news after that, and that's a good thing. I hope. I didn't find an obituary for her, so maybe she's keeping her nose clean. I hope with that mental health evaluation, she got the help she needs. It sounds like she was dealing with some shit. A friend getting murdered, an ex-boyfriend dying, an ex-boyfriend who she seemed to hate, but I think there were still some feelings there. She was either abusing drugs on top of that, or dealing with some mental health issues, or maybe both. Or maybe she's just an asshole. That is always a possibility too. There's a lot of them out there. It's hard to come up with accurate assumptions when you don't really know someone personally. I didn't really talk about Blair's appearance throughout this, mostly because it's not relevant, but she's a thin blonde woman, about 5 feet 7 inches tall. She has her hair in braids, at least in one photo. She's pretty. Has a massive tattoo of some kind of jewel on her throat, which is kind of weird though. And I think a couple of teardrops under one of her eyes. Uh, the guy in the final incident where she threatened to rape his dog and have him killed and burn down his house. Oh man, Blair says the silliest things, doesn't she? Uh, he filmed her on his cell phone, and that was crazy. She was dressed in all black, black lipstick, and had a heart and a bunch of other crap written on her face. She was really out of it at that point. I hope those weren't tattoos. They looked really sloppy, and I'm thinking she just did them with magic marker. But yeah, pretty lady. Which just goes to show that you can't judge a book by its cover. Because even though someone might be beautiful on the outside, they could be rotten to the core on the inside. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 119, The Blair Witten Project. That is one wild and crazy gal. I wish her all the best. You know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal, I want to get criminal. This confession comes in from a listener named Kat, and she says, Hey Leroy, one time petty revenge thief from Cleveland here, but you can call me Kat. I'll give you some quick background on the story first, help you set the scene. My parents divorced when I was a baby, they had five kids together. 
For the most part, we went to my dad's every other weekend. When I was 10, my dad started dating this woman who was strangely jealous of us and felt like she had to be number one in his life. This turned into an interesting fight for power. By the time I was 12 and my sister was 14, it was only us still going to my dad's. During this time, we played a lot of games. Miss Power Trip had an affinity for Monopoly, and particularly for the dog piece. Nobody else was allowed to be the dog. For a while, it just was what it was. Hey, be the wheelbarrow and get paid to haul houses, right? Until she was at the store one day with her grandkids, and I told my sister it would be hilarious if we stole the dog piece. She suspected us, but never had any hard evidence, and her grandkids just as easily could have lost it. The dog went into a velvet pouch in a drawer of a jewelry box that I got from my dad. I completely forgot about it until earlier this year. I was getting ready for my wedding and looking for a ring my mom had gotten me around that age, and there was the dog, looking just as good as the day we dognapped him. Safely tucked away with my National Honor Society pin. Oh, the irony. For petty perspective, I just turned 33. The legacy of the Monopoly dog lives on. Oh yeah, baby. I love that. And your stepmom, or dad's former girlfriend, or whatever she is, sounds pretty petty herself. So, you just gave her a taste of her own medicine. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. I always like to be the top hat myself when playing Monopoly. But I guess the dog's cool. Anyway, congratulations on the wedding cat. Hope you and your significant other are doing well. And oh man, I was just thinking if that lady is still with your dad, or you at least know where she lives, you should stick that dog in her mailbox. Or put it back in the Monopoly game as if nothing happened. I guess she'd know it was you then. Screw it. Let that haunt her for the rest of her days. And I'm sure the dog is better off without her. Excuse me, that's legal at gmail.kia is the email. Send me your petty crime confessions. And like Cat over here, you too could have your story played on the air. That's all I got for you for now. Come join me on Patreon for the price of a Big Mac a month. Send me some cash on PayPal if you'd like. Although I probably don't deserve it lately. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, all the social medias. Link in show notes. And most importantly, just come back here in another 10 days and I'll happily serve you up a hearty helping of softcore scumbaggery. Peace! big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big